This is a Spudcast, a podcast from baobalb.org. Grace and peace is yours from God our Creator and the Lord Jesus Christ, our brother. And so friends, today is the 28th of February 2021. The theme of our family worship service for today is Working Together to Save Creation. We're having three scripture readings for this morning's family worship service. Our first scripture reading is from the book of Nehemiah, chapter 2, verses 17 to verse 20. Our second reading comes to the, from the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 42 to verse 47. And our gospel reading for today comes to us from the gospel according to St. Mark, chapter, 30, chapter 9, verse 39 to verse 41. Come, let us join together in prayer. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity of worship and for the assurance that in this journey of land, we can joyfully celebrate your love revealed to us in the person of Jesus Christ, in his life and ministry, in his death and his resurrection. May we who have gathered in this holy sanctuary and virtual space Hear your word and be directed and nourished by your word. May we receive renewed strength to serve you and continue with our journey towards Easter. And so may the meditation of my heart be pleasing and acceptable in your sight. We pray this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to him with you and the Holy Spirit. One blessed God, be glory and unending praise. Amen. I just want to repeat our readings for this morning's family worship service, Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 17 to 20. The book of Acts, Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to verse 47. And our gospel reading for today comes to us from the gospel according to St. Mark chapter 9, verse 39. The theme of our family worship service for today, the second Sunday in Lent, working together to save creation. Working together to save creation. And so, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, many people are asking these questions today. When will salvation come to the world? When will salvation come to for the globe? When will salvation come for the whole inhabited earth? When will we be free from COVID-19? Not today is my answer. Not now is my answer. We have to go through this dark and difficult season, probably and most possibly for three or four years. Who who knows, maybe even five. God is using COVID-19 to draw the whole inhabited earth to God's self. It is during this time of brokenness and feeling of abandonment that the entire world can turn to God alone. And there in God's presence is no time for superficiality. The day of salvation. And that is what we are asking for, 
is a particular kind of season. It is a particular kind of time. But the day of salvation is what the world is yearning for. Just listening to the desires of the world and reflecting on the meaning of the world's salvation, we have come to know the term as a religious term. The salvation of the world from COVID-19 has something to do with God. We know that it is God who created the world, and we know that it is God who can save the world from COVID-19. We know and we realize that it is only God who can save the world from its sick state that it finds itself in today. But from these questions, these questions like, when will salvation come to our world? When will salvation come for the globe? Or when will salvation come for the whole inhabited earth? Or when will salvation when will we be free from COVID-19? These questions, it seems, that we are quite uncertain about when God will commence with his saving work. God has already started with his saving work. We speak as if our, as if our saving work from COVID-19 is God's work and God's responsibility alone. But says Nehemiah to you and me, and to all the nations of the world, that being set free from COVID-19 is not God's responsibility alone. Salvation from COVID-19 is our responsibility as human beings too. The text Nehemiah chapter 2, verses 17 to 20 calls all human beings in the world to repent. It calls all human beings in the world to change their ways. It also calls all human beings in the world to take action. Otherwise, salvation from COVID-19 will just remain something that will be a dream and that we will dream about. And the longer we sit and the longer we wait for salvation, the more frontline workers will lose their lives. Says Nehemiah to you and me in this virtual space that salvation in any of its form is not a form of magic. Salvation does not grant us magical powers or magical solutions to problems that we are faced with in our lives. Salvation does not grant us magical powers or magical solutions to the problems that we face. In the, that our families face, the problems that our community face, the problems that our country face, or the problems that the world face today. Or at times when we are safe from illness, it feels like God has worked these magical powers or divine powers in our lives. Nehemiah reminds us this morning that salvation appears precisely at the right time. That salvation appears precisely at the right moment, in the right season. And that is when people take responsibility for their own futures. Salvation indeed is about God. 
It is about God's action in our lives. Salvation is about God's action in our communities and the world. When we are faced with those real problems that makes our lives to fall apart at its seams. But salvation from COVID-19 will, will totally will, will come totally from us and it will come totally from God. And therefore, says Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 12, you can see the trouble we are in. Jerusalem lies in ruins and its gates had been burned with fire. Come, let us rebuild the walls of Jerusalem and we will no longer be in disgrace. And that comes from Jeremiah, Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 12. And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, we as human beings cannot sit back without lifting a finger and hope that God will save us when the whole world are faced with COVID-19. Starting on our knees are the best place. But what are we going to do when we get up from our position of prayer? Or are we just getting up from our knees with the hope that God will intervene in the situation and save us from COVID-19? This kind of lazy and passive attitude has nothing to do with salvation in the Holy Scriptures. After 70 years in captivity, God promised the Hebrew people that the people would return to the promised land. But before they could return to inhabit the land, Nehemiah took initiative, goes out and inspect the land. Because our God can only begin to work when human beings began to take initiative. The war always stood as a symbol of unity, a symbol of strength and identity, had been broken down. Before people could occupy the land, the wall had to be repaired and it would be a costly and momentous undertaking. Nehemiah needed the people's cooperation to rebuild the wall and as a community, there was a real need that they should start working together. The construction of the war brought with it the potential of drawing people together. It brought with it the potential to transform people's hearts and minds and attitudes. And it had the potential to form and shape them into a new community. Rebuilding of the wall will return the sense of community. Rebuilding of the wall will restore their dignity and upon completion stands as a symbol of unity and strength, cooperation and identity one more time. Therefore, what they will achieve will transpire under the leadership of Nehemiah. They will be well on their way to become a people as described to us in the biblical passage of Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to verse 47. In this passage, we find a community 
It was connected to the purposes of God for them. They were a community that acted in total surrender to God. A community selfless in their devotion and completely engaged in the nurture and the support of others. This community in the book of Acts stands as an example who discerned, as a community who discerned the will of God for them, sharing experiences together, and who asked in search for real meaning and purpose for their lives. This kind of interaction, experience sharing, and the spirit of discernment operative in them was the outcome or was the result of lives lived in the company of each other. Lives lived in the presence of God. Lives transformed by God. Therefore, its great qualities, endless possibilities, and a great amount of joy that abide in the community. But we can also see in this community a quality of life that is very much conscious of the needs of others, the struggles and the suffering of the marginalized among them. And so Acts chapter 2 verse 42 to verse 47 speaks about a community that cannot ignore the pain, a community that cannot ignore the suffering of others. And so the action speaks about the caring and sharing nature of the community, a caring and sharing attitude that originated in the hearts of the community of believers. And so the text says, Acts chapter 2, verse 44 to verse 45 said, All the believers were together and had everything in common. Selling their possessions and goods, they gave to anyone as he or she had need. And so friends, in each of our readings of today, these readings remind us that where there is a common purpose, and where there is a common where there is common action, God is always at work. And so, sisters and brothers, we cannot sit back and be passive and lazy, wait for God and hope that God will intervene and save us from COVID-19, who holds the world currently firmly in its grip. Living in a world free from COVID-19, we need to turn to God and be safe from our sins as individuals. We need to turn to God and be safe from our sins as communities, as nations and nations of the world. We need to be safe from those who cause so much hunger and poverty and unemployment. Living in a world free from COVID-19, we need to turn to God. And we need to be safe from corrupt individuals in government and the private sector. We need to be safe from those with economic power in our community, in our country, in our nation and the nations of the world. We need to be safe, safe from those who control the economies of the world. We need to be safe from the sinfulness of these people. We need to be safe from our alienation from God, our Creator, 
and we need to be safe from the people and the things that we worship and begin to worship God alone. God had used COVID-19 to shine God's light on the people, on communities, on, na on nations and things that we need to solve, need, that we need salvation from. Our salvation from sin, evil, alienation, temptations and everything that causes communities and families and persons and nations to suffer is far greater than what we allow ourselves to believe. Our salvation from the powers of evil and dark forces, our salvation from capitalists and colonialists is far greater than what we allow ourselves to believe. Indeed, to deal with the struggles of guilt and forgiveness that has its place firmly in our souls is important, but our God is not only concerned with our souls and disciplining us when we stray from his ways, God is also involved in the affairs of the world. He's also involved in public life, economies, COVID-19 and other diseases, and saving us from the people who are involved in dirty business, in the dirty business of politics. COVID-19 is telling us that God does not only want to save us from this invisible enemy, but God, but what God wills is for a total and effective salvation from all forms of suffering and anything that causes people to be poor, causes people to live on the outskirts of society and that causes people to be marginalized. Salvations mean victory, victory over all these evil forces, even victory from the evil forces and powers that decided that frontline workers in the public sector must be inoculated first before frontline workers in the private sector and be inoculated. I wonder who gives people the right to make this kind of decisions, toying with people's lives, toying with the lives of frontline workers. Salvation means victory, and it will escape the passive, and salvation will escape the lazy. Open yourself up to the Holy Spirit that God can work God's victory through you and pose a threat to the abusers, the capitalists, the oppressors, the manipulators, the dictators, the violations of human violators of human rights and democratic principles. We can take hope and derive strength from the cross of Calvary. The crucifixion appeared to be victory for evildoers, but they were wrong. The powers of evil had been outwitted, and Jesus' death on the cross turned out to be victory. Jesus triumphed over the cross and made a public example of them and disarmed 
the principalities and the power of his time and of all time. Therefore, COVID-19 is an instrument in God's hand to, that God wants to reign and he wills reign supreme. Therefore, COVID-19 is an instrument in God's hand to create a new identity in the world as God shaped and formed and transformed the nations of the world. God is creating a new and dynamic social consciousness grounded in a spirituality of hope with a resurrection certainty that this new identity will become a reality in the world. And we need to work hard at it. COVID-19 is therefore a call to join forces with people of goodwill to rebuild the world, to build across the world life-affirming communities. Acts 2 verse 42 to 47 communities and to build harmony with all God's creatures. God needs you. He needs me. Just like he needed Nehemiah. Put up your hand. Rise up. Open yourself up to the work of the Holy Spirit. Go for God and go with God. Join forces with God to create this new identity in the world. Glory be to God, our liberator. Glory be to Jesus Christ, who won victory over evildoers. Glory be to the Holy Spirit, who is our strengthener. Amen. Baobalb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling. This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with baobalb.org.